Anyone leave this here? No? Found this here. No? Okay. Okay, brothers, let's open up, please. We're going to open up today on Daf Memzain. Memzain. Yeah. Okay. And we're going to need a little bit of English help today. So Mr. Rich is going to be, have to be uh, 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 on call. I'm going to, again, remind us where we were last week and where we are today. Sometimes there is a certain level of damage that may happen when I learn some of the svarim describing the, the, the elated states that the Hasidic masters would get to. And then I start thinking about myself, and I'm like, oh my God. And it can, instead of it, instead of it like raising me up, it could actually bring me down and make me feel very low. That's what we learned last time. You guys remember that? That's what we were touching upon last time. So let's go, we're going to continue that a little bit, and then we're probably going to cover a lot of Chomer today. You see in the middle of the, uh, of the page, Mem Zayn, Achshar Asavrich, and Perekeh. That sometimes I go into a certain sefer and there's some kind of illumination from the tzaddik that I'm learning from becomes bright before my eyes. David, you're with us? This affects him more than any musr he could learn. 
he's not even learning, so to speak, Musa, but he's just learning about something so high, and a person that reads such a high level, and again, instead of building you up, what does it do to you? It makes you feel like, where, where, where are they and where, where am I? That was also a human being. The person I'm learning about is also Yelud Isha, meaning not a Malach. It's a human being. How could it be that they reached where they reached and I am where I am? Like, what am I calling myself? A ben, uh, am I, am I, for sure, maybe, maybe I'm calling myself a Yid, but am I, can I consider myself to be a Chassid? <clears throat> but at that moment, something else happens. At that moment, the Avrech, the younger man, the, the young scholar, actually rises up. He gets happy about his avodah and his own midah of chasidut He actually gets happy at this moment that he grabs on and connects to the Gdusha of Hashem. This is very, how does he say the last words there? I will surely rejoice in Hashem, and this is a joy that is interwoven with humility. With humility, a joy interwoven with humility. Mm-hmm. Now I want you guys to, uh, you need to, um, we need to take the, go out of the text for a second and, and feel this. Okay? A joy interwoven with humility. Mm-hmm. It's nice. What's nice about it? Feels very pure. Yeah, it's clean. Yeah, it's clean. It's very clean. Uh, joy over wow, everything is so great, and I may be like, hmm, are you sure everything's so great? And that's what he was saying in the beginning of this parak. But joy interwoven with humility is almost like I, I could have simcha over the fact that I'm so broken, but at least I know what I'm broken over, which brings me joy. Like, am I broken over, if I'm broken over not having that much money, like I'd like, it's not, that's not brokenness that's going to bring you simcha. But if I'm broken over the fact that I really do aspire for greatness, and the truth is, I'm not being like fake humble, but I'm being really humble, and I'm not there, and I don't know if I'm going to get there. I don't know if I'm going to get there. But, like I was reading an, uh, an article over Shabbos about this, this wrestler that wouldn't dare show up to Uman every Rosh Hashanah unless he had a few masechtas to come to the Rebbe with every year. Right? That's the only way he allowed himself to go to Uman. I'm thinking to myself, I could never imagine myself setting for myself that criteria. I don't think I'd ever go to Uman. Stam, <laughs> as an example, right? That guy only goes to Uman when he has a few masechtas under his belt. So, it brings me a little bit of pain. It does, but I'm so happy that these are the kind of things that bring me, bring me, that bring me pain. But joy interwoven with humility, I think, is the most, like what we were saying, it's the cleanest type of simcha. It's mamash clean. You, get, you feel mamash naki inside. Now, 
Morning is. Bottom of Mem Zayin. This is where we really are going to need you. I'm going to read it once through in Hebrew, and then I want you to say it in English. you want to go for it? Yeah. Certainly after such service of God, a person yearns for the illumination that came to him from the upper world and his heart breaks within him yet again. And he says, if only I could bring myself to such elevated states from time to time. And if only I could at the very least control my body, my desires, and my thoughts so as to keep them from filthy lowliness and bring them to purity and holiness. Then I would have a hope of gradually bringing myself closer to the footsteps of the holy masters. It's not like this when I'm in this situation. That there's the I, like the ego, with my, and I have, like, it's the I, and then there's my Ratzon. That the ego, together with the, the, the higher me, are so separated from each other. Okay, go for it. And then I could at least transform some parts of myself to meet the standards of Hasidism. But that is certainly not the case now. On the one hand, there is my ego. On the other, there is my spiritual mind and will. And these two are separate things at opposite ends of the spectrum. My mind knows what is good and my will wants it. But I cause them to look on as I literally do the opposite, as though I am deranged. Well, that's a, that's a, this is the Piyasets Nerebi speaking. You understand? This is why I love this Sefer so much. How, how does he know to talk like this unless he's experienced this? How could you speak like this? Right? As though I am deranged. Meaning, and I know all of us have this. I, I, I have this so often. I can know exactly what the right thing is to do. I know it. And I watch myself not do it. Which part of me is watching myself not doing it? And which part of me knows it's the right thing? What ends up happening? This friction that makes me think I am cra- I'm a crazy person. 
because only a crazy person would not do what's clear to him is the right thing. Or completely identifying myself with schmutz, with, with darkness. Okay, continue, please. And even when I occasionally break free and elevate myself, that barely has any relation to my mind and will. It is just due to the fact that my ego wants me to. When my ego wants to, it elevates itself. And when it doesn't want to, then even if I yearn and long with my mind and will ceaselessly for at least a drop of ceaselessly for at least a drop of emotion and elevation, it doesn't touch my ego, which just lies there in a complete torpor. What, what lies there? The ego? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyone, anyone feeling what he's saying here at the end? He said, even when I have moments that I do feel elated and that I do go up a little bit, it, it's so momentary that it doesn't really do any real avoda on the anochiyut, on the ego. Because you could also be afraid that, like, that's great, I'm high right now. Like, you know, I'm like, you could, you know, like, by tomorrow, the next day, in a week, I'm gone. In a week? I would say, like, in a half an hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's talking about a week. I'm thinking, like, it's Muslim now. I know by Kiddush, I'm, I'm gone, you know? The hard part is, and I think, like, a good comparison is, like, let's say there's, like, this 24 hour, like, car race. Okay. Right. And I think they have those like an overnight race. Like in order to in order to actually like win that race, it's like you're gonna have to be like, you know, getting a little bit closer and like, you know, for hours and hours and hours and hours and hours for literally yeah. twenty four hours you're gonna have to fight this yeah. fight. Yeah. But like one pothole, like one like, you know, turn into, and you're up and you're and you're gone, like literally totaled down to not you know, down to nothing. Again, and that's the hard part with like with um, with like spirituality yeah. is it's so much effort to grow and to like see the to see the effects, but it takes an instant to like destroy everything and have to like right. spend another however long to like climb back up. Right. So one of the one of the amazing secrets of Chassidus is that it also works the exact opposite too. Meaning, I can be, I could also be in such darkness also, but it also takes a second sometimes for me to just one pnea, one look up, and I also can start to get pulled out of there. We just don't believe in that reality as much as we believe in the other reality to be true. No, but I feel like those moments don't really, those are like, like very like high inspirational moments, but they don't really like hold you in a good spot. Mm -hmm. I feel that takes a lot of like, hard work. Well, that's why one of the main things about the, the PSS now is a Chabura, that you have to continue the conversations after the high moments. Kalim. Kalim for the oil that came down. And you can't do that alone. You can't do that alone. Okay, let's go back. It's also saying yeah? that like uh, the ego will sit there and, and just not be impressed. That, that's the end right, over you here. You yeah. in a, I don't know, you're like in the room, like whatever it is, it could just be that moose off and everyone's like whatever and you're like yeah this is very but I'm not impressed like <laughs> like I want the ego wants more the ego wants to yeah. I don't, whatever it is but you're sitting there or sometimes you tell yourself I should be feeling you hate that word right I should be feeling whatever I, I want to change it for today I want to say I deserve the ego says I deserve to feel much higher than this for much longer could be yeah 
I deserve. So therefore, if this isn't moving me, I'm sitting here unimpressed with the... With, with, is this all there is? Is this it? Right. Is this is what this it's all about? Because I've had, in the past, I've had, you know, much better. <laughs> I felt, you know, that's what the ego tells you. Yeah. I felt much better in the past. I know how to, like, whatever. You know, let's go there. Yeah. So, there's a word that we have to, we're going to be reintroduced to again by the, by the PSS there, and that's tachbulos. Tachbulos. But tachbulos Tachbulot means tricks. You have to come up with tricks. He's, he's not avoiding this avoda. The avoda of... Tr- huh? Hacks. Hacks. Right. Hacks. That's what we said. Yeah. Hacks. Hen lo echad miyuchad ani ba'adat ovdim asher avodati kasha. Okay, I'm not the only one that, that, that's going through a rough time with this avoda. Ki amar lanu kedoshenu abar shem tov zechitzali v'kodesh devrocha lechayil ma'aba shebetachbulot shonot tzrichim l'shamesh kedei l'tzet m'yidei ha'yetzahara you, you got to use tachbulot, the hacking system, in order to get out of the hands of the Yitzhahara and get close to the avoda and to chasidus. But what kind of hacks are there for such a low person like me that's in such a low generation as well? Again, he's saying this a hundred years ago. Like, what are the hacks of today? Now again, when we say hack, what are we referring to? Let's give an example. What's a hack? What's a trick in order to get out of this trap that the ego set us up in? Let's give an example. The mantra you have. That's a tachbula, yeah. I mean, one of the things is remembering, like, you know, you, you dug a grave yesterday. I'm sure those are, like, big hacks to, like, zets you out of whatever you're stuck in and be like, oh, yeah, this is waiting. That, it's a hack. Screaming. Screaming's a hack, yeah, for sure. The physiological response of fear and excitement are exactly the same. So your body doesn't know if you're scared or if you're excited. Mm. It's just that you're not. So you can toggle that to turn into excitement as opposed to fear. You, but by, by saying to your body, you're actually excited. I'm so excited for something. <laughs> it will throw you out of that anxiety. As opposed to just you're being... Like, oh gosh, I'm sweating, my heart's racing, something terrible's going to happen. No, mm. I'm super excited for whatever's going to happen. I have to try that live. I have to try that live. Yeah? That's a ha- that, that, that's a, a hack. that's a hack of all hacks. <laughs> that is a if that's not a hack, oh my god! The referrals must be pouring in. Right. <laughs> a hack of all hacks. Any anyone else have any other hacks that's worked for them? Is, yeah. Even if you're not feeling it. Yeah. Yeah. Even if it's not really what's happening. Even if like you're not like, right now I feel like singing and dancing. And then you sing and you dance. Yeah. 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 
that's total Reb Nachman. Mamish. Right, right, right. Nachman just says to be silly. Right, right. Those are tachbulos. These are all tachbulos, you know. Kivim, want to say something? Other side suggested Gadali was saying we're not like to, you know, embracing them that you, are not going to sing the national anthem of the country. Right, right. That's what Tachmulos said. Of course, yeah, yeah. The I saw a video yesterday that he told the the day that he told French Hasidim to start singing the national, the French national anthem to Haderes Vaimuna. You know, we sing here, Haderes Vaimuna. So, in, I don't know if they still do it, but in the Daniel. They sing it to the French national anthem. Hadras Ramun Alechai Yailami Abinava Brachalechai. You never heard this? The Babich would do that all again. It's a, it's a, it does, it's something up. It's like, what are you talking? So Litvaks are like, what is going, you know, what's going on over here? Imagine, like, soon there's going to be like, Misha Beirachavoy Seinu Avraham Yitzchak Veyat, right? It's amazing. The Rebbe never said like to take American national anthems and do anything with it, but the French. There's tachbulos all over the place. Now, in accordance to, to where you're at, or he's saying how low you feel and how low the generation that you is you are, you have to dive in and ask and jump on the opportunity for more and more hacks as they become available. Now, one of the hacks he's going to say here is very interesting. And it's very, very humbling. And it reminds me of a beautiful thing that happened to me in Mexico. There was a kid that came to the last event we did. At, uh, at one of the last events at night. They, they rented out this restaurant called Gaucho. It's like an Argentinian grill house. And you don't really know. Every, every country has its own customs. So I didn't know, am I supposed to get there and play? Am I supposed to get there and dine with everyone? Also, is the food that they brought out, was that dinner? Is this first course? Is this, I didn't know what was going on. And I was very confused. Because we got there, I said, okay, listen, it starts, it starts at 7.30. So we got there at like a quarter to eight. But I only started playing like close to 10 because it was actually a dinner that you're supposed to eat and then it happens. So I'm not really in the, I'm in a little bit of a confused state of mind. Then there was a kid that came and sat in front of me. A kid, he's 19, he looks like he's bar mitzvah. Mamish look bar mitzvah, 14, 15 max. Demet. And the, 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 my friend that was with me, Naftali, he said to me, look, it's, it's Mexican Urkel. The kid, he looked, he mamish looked. <laughs> he did, he looked exactly like Jaleel White, but, in, but in, it, with, a, with a fro, it was very, very funny, okay? Very funny. Now this kid sat, next, sat, sat in front of me, and he kept on going out and coming back in, and his eyes are watery. And I'm thinking, this kid's going to the back. He's getting, you know, he's getting blasted. And then he's coming back inside, sitting at the table. So, and then at the end of the night, he, he, he came and he jumped on me and he hugged me so hard. I'm like, wow. He really went for it, right? This kid's never touched anything in his life. I found that afterwards. He couldn't contain his emotions. He was experiencing that, you know, the nigunim, the tarot, like, like he never before. Now, this kid's name, Rafael Katan, okay? And we realized, Zea Katan Gadolia. This was the pinnacle of my trip. And he just texted me before Shabbos. I, I sent you a picture of him. He, I, I can't, you, sometimes you can't believe that Tamimus is still in the world. 
Mamish, this is exactly what it is. Now, why am I saying this? Look, look at the next, look at the next paragraph. We're speaking to a, to a guy that's willing to admit that he needs hacks. And who doesn't need a hack? That's why this book is so real. It's saying, this is who we're talking to. This is who the Sefer is for. If you think you're set by just going to Shachis Min Chamarev, having morning Seder and a, and a, and a, and a Chevrusa twice a week, and, and, and that's good for you, we're not... To, close the Sefer. But if you are in this world and you desire more and you, and you admit you need a hack, this is who the Sefer is for. Kevan shebechol avodato yodeahu et chesronav. We're speaking about someone that needs, that understands, that he knows. He knows he needs a, a, a trufa. He needs help. This is very big. Are you willing to be a clique to receive from someone who's smaller than you. Yeah, that's why yeah, I thought about him. Are you willing to receive from someone who's smaller than you? Not be told, I, you know, lower than me. I once heard a statement from someone that said, uh, you know, if, 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 if everyone's more or less on the same level where you're at or, or lower than you, then you have to, you know, go to a place where you can receive people that are higher from you. It's a simon that I, I, was, was such a bothering statement to me because it's so not what I believe. I mean, what I believe, what the Rebbe is saying over here. Have you ever actively pursued to receive something from someone who is probably smaller than you in, in most areas in spiritual development? The ego says, are you kidding me? How could you? That's a downward spiral. He's saying, this is a hack. And, and anyone that tries and knows, he's like, this is a very, very important piece here. That if you try to, to, to utilize all that it's around you, all, the, all, all your surroundings, and see what, what, what can help me here get out of it, you're going to see, like, not everyone's on your level. Some are higher, some are lower. Are you running to those that are always higher than you? Or do you think that there's something you can learn from someone who, so to speak, is smaller than you, lower than you? Now, I'm not comparing anybody, but we know what we're talking about, okay? Can, does anyone relate to this? Does anyone understand what the Rebbe is saying? The holy barbers? Of the, I mean, look, most Hasidish tales that aren't about the wonders of the Rebbe... It's about like how I learned how to, huh? Yeah, how I learned the deepest secrets of the world and of my neshama by the simpletons. Aval, yeah, but you know what? But those, a lot of those stories is not lechatchila, it's bedieved. Meaning, it happened to be at the end of, uh, as a matter of fact, oh my God, he taught me the greatest story of my life. I think the, the Rebbe is saying here, correct me if I'm wrong, it could be just the way I'm, I'm reading it, but it seems to me, it's a lechatchila. I'm lechatchila going to see by the person that's katan mimeni what I have to get. Is that how you saw it? It's a, so I mean, it's a big game changer. I lechatchila. The fact that at the end of the day I realize, oh my God, you wouldn't believe that's the guy. For instance, like that kid that walked in, right? 
You think I would have gone to him to, to ask him, like, can you give me any Eitzes on Simcha? Lechatchila? Mapitom. At the end, of course. Mamish, this kid has become one of my rabbis. Actually, I have a picture on my phone. I'm going to show you him in a second. After the show, we're crying on each other. Sorry, I'm just picturing her cold. But someone that says, I'm a ben Torah, I'm a chassid. Why are we talking about these things don't help? אותו התאה בטעות הקשה של קשיות ואנוכיות מרומה. You know what אנוכיות מרומה is? אנוכיות is the ego. מרומה means cheated. How does he say it? And giving him a false sense of who he is, a false eye. A false eye. מחלה מראי, this is a bitter illness, שאין החולה יודע כי חולה הוא. A person is, a, a sick person is unaware that he's sick. Now, in this, in this paragraph, what I think he said so far is that a sick person can be someone that's under the assumption that they have nothing to learn from people that are, so to speak, on a lower level than them. And he, that, he, he calls that a bitter illness where the ego is completely fooling, not just the world, you're fooling yourself. But you know what, don't worry. Hashem sends refuah to those as well. You just need to work a little bit harder on these things. And from now, Avrech Mitraem, the, the, the complaining, but the, the, not complaining, how does he call it? You were unhappy. And now, young man. Is it, is it yeah, and now, young man. You who are unhappy with what I have to say, ah, you know what I'm this is what you're supposed to be asking for. In what manner can I come close to you? I'll take anything. Now the Rebbe wants us to come to a state of humbled spirit and saying, Hashem, I'll take anything. I'll take anything. I'm not dic- dictating the terms of what's going to work for me. I'm opening my heart so that you send me any way, any person, any form. Lom shanema. I'll take anything. V'day lecha b'zeh li'ivakach sh'lo t'yeh b'tuach b'chalemor chasidu ben Torani b'darki yashar lefanai. And this will be enough for you to be certain to be certain that you're not so clear. Like he says, this is what makes you a real ben Torah. This is what makes you a real emes dikem avakish. This is what makes you a real sincere seeker. That you don't dictate to God the terms how He can reveal to you what you need and what can give you a trufa for your nefesh. I know I felt these things, I'm admitting. 
There are days I can't find any hack. So therefore, Rebbe Shalom, the hacks that worked for me yesterday, I'm not so certain they're going to work for me today. Am I humble enough in my spirit to admit that I need something that I just, I couldn't come up with on my own? Can I lechatchila go to the places that sometimes bedieved I find to be really helpful and, and healing? So for this, the ruach nemuchav shiflus, this is, you know, when, I'm, when I begin to admit that I, yeah, give me the Rafael Catans, give me, the, give me, those, give me those Mexican Urkels to, <laughs> to, to, to change my heart and soul, then I get happy. I, nothing changed yet, but it's a simcha that's interwoven with humility. That's what he's saying before. Nothing changed yet. I still need, I need help, but I'm willing, the moment I'm willing to receive from whoever can give me, I'm, as low as I am, there's a simcha that begins to sprout forth. And that is the place he wants the Avrechim to reach or to admit that we're all in the same boat. And a Rebbe that speaks like this so, so, so you know, openly is just one that's so inviting. And... Um, We'll, we'll stop here. We'll continue B'ezrat Hashem on Wednesday. We'll stop here and this parak is just like, remember he said, pause, I'm going to do a heart-to-heart. This is like a heart-to-heart open heart surgery. Uh, but we'll stop, we'll stop here B'ezrat Hashem and we'll continue on Wednesday.